0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This is the Smart Seven. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, the 12th of October, and it's Old Farmer's Day. And a big happy birthday to Angela Rippon, Nancy Kerrigan, Hugh Jackman, and Adam Rich. It's hard to keep track of the various different crises that seem to be ongoing at the moment. It's possible that you'd forgotten the CO2 shortage, which threatened the food chain until the government intervened, paying US firm CG Industries to reopen one of their plants. Well, they've now committed to keeping the plant open until at least early 2022, but the not-so-great news for businesses is that the government's no longer directly subsidising production and they'll have to pay higher prices. Meanwhile, Business Secretary Kwasi Kwarteng has now made it a formal request to the Treasury to help industries hit by soaring energy costs. Security Minister Damien Hines says there's no truth to the story that there was a row between Kwasi and Rishi behind the scenes. We get these stories periodically about, you know, unnamed sources and you say, well, whoever it was, I don't know. I wasn't in that conversation. I don't know who it was or why they said and what they said and so on. What I do know is the business secretary is very, very focused on making sure we are there with business, with industry. I also know the treasury is very, very focused on effects for the economy and of course for for families. Meanwhile, as businesses become increasingly frustrated, Director General of UK Steel Gareth Stace is running out of patience as prices continue to rise. I therefore want the Prime Minister himself uh, to bang ministerial heads together, because if the Prime Minister doesn't step in, then his ambition that he talked about a lot last week of high-wage economy and levelling up will actually just be in tatters. There were 40,224 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and 28 additional deaths. A new report from a cross-party committee of MPs says there were some serious errors in the government handling of the early stages of the pandemic, including delaying the first lockdown, which cost lives. And with new NHS statistics showing one in six patients who need the highest level of care are unvaccinated pregnant women, there have been new calls for a focus on getting pregnant women vaccinated. Dr Joe Mountfield from the Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynaecologists says the risks are much greater if a woman catches COVID during pregnancy. We know that if you get uh, COVID in pregnancy, especially later in pregnancy, there is a risk that you may get a more serious uh, form of uh, COVID, you may be admitted to the hospital. We've got increasing amount of data that tells us that it does not increase the risk of miscarriage, it does not increase the risk of stillbirth, and it does not increase the risk of prematurity the met police announced they'd take no further action on allegations against prince andrew of sexual assault by virginia jufri it came after a review of new documentation from a civil lawsuit which is ongoing in the u.s sources close to prince andrew told pa news they were not surprised but former met police assistant commissioner sir mark rowley says it's not impossible that they may have to revisit the matter for a fourth time if new evidence emerges so any case will always be relooked at if there is fresh evidence. From what I've seen on this, clearly the police have looked at the evidence available to them and saying, does this allegation and um, present evidence of a crime that we should um, pursue an investigation to the next stage? And if they come to the conclusion it doesn't, then then they will stop at that point. But any case remains open if the evidence comes to light. Prince Charles has long been a campaigner and vocal supporter of the environment, often against the protocols of the royal family, and indeed the various governments he's seen in his years as England's most senior substitute. Speaking to the BBC, ahead of climate change summit COP26, he sympathised with groups like Extinction Rebellion and Insulate Britain, but speaking from the not exactly congested Balmoral estate, said while frustrations were clear, this might not be the right route. I totally understand the frustration. The difficulty is how do you direct that frustration? in a way that is more constructive rather than destructive. So people should really notice how despairing so many young are. He then went a bit as pots when talking about his newly converted car. So, I mean, I put in, uh, you know, biomass boiler systems. My old Aston Martin, which I've had for 51 years, runs on, can you believe, this surplus English white wine. And and way from the cheese prices. Still to come on the Smart 7, Jodie Comer talks weird fan requests. And Captain Kirk's about to boldly go where no 90-year-old has gone before. Right after this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. I'm broadcaster Katie Puckrick, poised and ready to help you prepare for the imminent arrival of Succession Season 3. There are no spoilers and no opinions, just a simple chronological walkthrough of events. Haven't got time to watch 20 hours worth before Season 3 kicks off? That's what I'm here for. Previously on Succession, available wherever you get your podcasts. The World Cup qualifiers continue, with Wales beating Estonia 1-0 on Monday night, but still managing to lose ground in the race for the playoff spot as the Czech Republic won their game 2-0 to improve their goal difference. Tuesday sees England face Hungary again. With qualification in the bag, Gareth Southgate says his biggest issue is picking a team. We've got a very strong squad. Part of the reason that we made the changes we did the other night, there were some specific profile of players we thought could help us win the game. I have a headache and I commit a crime every time I pick a team. So uh, it's, it's very difficult because we have so many good players. Becoming a TV and film star is always a tricky transition. One minute you're scrabbling around for bit parts on casualty to pay the bills, desperate for a bit of attention. And then the breakthrough happens and you're shoved into the spotlight, adored by millions and, well take Jodie Comer, couldn't get arrested in 2015, That a small part in Dr Foster led to killing Eve. The only downside of playing a glamorous psychopath seems to be the fans, as she explains here to Graham Norton. Someone asked me um, for a photograph and I was like, yeah, sure, and then she quietly just whispered in my ear, will you strangle me? <laughs> And my brother's sisters went to me at the time and she was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no this Cobra will not do that. <laughs> no. He's <laughs> <No. laughs> been the face of space since the 1960s as Star Trek's Captain James Tiberius Kirk. But now William is about to make history in real life as the 90-year-old prepares to be the oldest man ever to fly to space. He's booked a ticket on Jeff Bezos' unfortunately-shaped Blue Origin rocket, and despite high winds, he's expecting to finally blast off on Wednesday. This is no piece of cake, but we've delayed because of the winds and enormous concern for our safety. I want to have the vision. I want to see space. I want to see the Earth. I want to see what we need to do to save Earth. I want to have a perspective that hasn't been shown to me before. This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day.